0: Hey, welcome to the She Heard podcast hosted by author and speaker Laurie Green Westlake. On the She Heard podcast, we cover everything from a woman's role in the church to deep and unexpected dives into your favorite Bible heroes. Laurie's passion is to equip women with courage, boldness, and bravery through biblical study and inspiring narrative. Be sure to check out lauriegreenwestlake.com for additional resources. Welcome to the show. Hey, everyone. It's so great to be with you today on this podcast. I hope you're having a beautiful day. Blessed by the Lord in many ways. And speaking of blessings by the Lord, today we're going to talk about a blessing that we don't often see as a blessing, and that is our trials. And before we get started, I want to explain that I have been in many trials in my life, and I have a... A long trial, a long suffering trial. Many of you know about it. I have a, a child who is a drug addict and struggles in and out of addictions um, and now multiple addictions uh, that are a challenge. And our relationship is estranged right now. And sometimes we put boundaries around our lives and I say I, I mean my husband myself and our two other children and their spouses we we have to have boundaries because when you're dealing with an addiction whether it be the demon of addiction or spirit of addiction or just a uh, a dna th- problem with addictions a scientific problem with addictions whatever there are times when w- what you're dealing with and how you deal with it can be can have such self-inflicted harm that family members need to put boundaries. And I'm sure some of you understand what I'm stumbling around here to try to say is tough love. Sometimes we practice tough love, and we're in a posture of tough love right now with this adult child. So as we go into this, I want everyone out there to understand that. Trials are something that I'm, of course, very familiar with, but when I am speaking about what we need to do, I'm talking to myself, and I have to constantly remind myself that trials are designed by God, and um, it's a complicated topic that is hard to understand, but let's, let's look at this scripture first so that we can just lay a foundation as we jump into this topic. This is from 1 Peter 4, 12-13. Beloved, do not think it strange concerning the fiery trial, which is to try you, as though some strange thing happened to you. But rejoice to the extent that you partake in Christ's sufferings, that when His glory is revealed, you may also be glad with exceeding joy. Okay, so that's really hard to get when you're in the middle of an illness or a divorce or a separation of any kind with family members or loved ones or a loss of a family member or loved one or a friend. Um, it's, it's just hard to think about things like joy and don't be surprised about this thing. And so I want to start. Again, let me back up a little bit and tell you that I am Laurie Green-Westlake, and this is the She Heard podcast. I blog, I'm an author of fiction and Bible studies, and I podcast, and I do it so that we can all be reminded that the Lord wants us to take courage. And today we'll be talking about that courage in our trials. So... Back to that scripture, I, I needed to throw that in about uh, our podcast and what we're all doing, so you can find me and you can find me at lauragreenwestlake.com. But back to this fiery trial this verse in Peter, First Peter, tells us that the fiery trial which is in you, it's talking about the trial which is in your life right now, which is going on in you. So it is spoken from a posture of expectation that you are in a trial. And I I think that we all, at any time of day, at any time of season, have various trials. And we'll look at James and what he has to say about that in just a moment. But this scripture is a warning to all of us. And for those who are in the flames of a big fire right now, that there is something beautiful that will come out of it. And here's the purpose. The posture you take during a trial reflects your courage. The posture you take during a trial is a reflection of your courage, but a trial is no reflection of God's goodness or love. Let me say that another way. How you view your current hard circumstance are situations that are hard and unpleasant, how you view these is a reflection of the depth of your faith and not a reflection of God's trustworthiness. Actually, if you're in a fiery trial, we're called to embrace it. Lean in and learn from it and confound the world with our spiritual strength, with your spiritual strength, and all of this is done for His glory. Does that sound crazy? Does it? Or does it sound churchy? I don't want it to. I want us to really understand. And when I say us, I mean me. I really have to remind myself that all of these trials are going to have a beautiful ending and result in something fantastic. And we'll get to that in just a moment. So heart-wrenching trials, whether they be as I said earlier, loss of a spouse or a family member of a friend who just lost his wife to an unexpected illness. We've been praying for him. And uh, she passed on to the next phase of her spiritual life. She passed on last week. But you may have a loss of another family member. I have a girlfriend whose father just died. You may have a wayward child like me. You may have just lost your job. You may have financial concerns, trials at your work, trials with sin, trials with relationships, or trials in an illness. God's guide to all truth, which is the word, God's guide to all truth, which is the word, tells us that we are not to be surprised by these trials, and we are not to be overcome to the point of despair when we're in the flames. In his plans, in his building of a kingdom for himself, he has incorporated these fiery strategies that not only build trust in you and me, but this trust Baffles God's enemies. Okay, an example of that is Job and how, through the most horrific of circumstances and what should have been a debilitating blow, one right after another, Job proves his trust in the Lord is rock solid. And if you'll remember from the story, that confounds Satan. And that glorifies the Lord. You see, the spiritual enemies of the Lord are always perplexed by our choice to love and serve the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. Because Satan chose to exalt himself in a time long ago, he missed the whole point of creation. At the point of creation, the point of creation is to mirror God's character. But Satan didn't want to mirror his character. He wanted to replace it. Remember, he wanted to exalt himself in the high heavens. So the lesson for you and me is that you as an image bearer, as we as image bearers, are to be a testimony of God's love and grace. We are not to be self-exalting little kings and queens. And how we become these testimonies, How we are put on, not a stage, so to speak, but how we are presented as faithful, trusting servants of God is through trials. Okay, here's the proof. Of course, the scripture in 1 Peter that I read earlier um, that we opened with, these truths are that we— that the trials will bring us joy. But James dives in a little deeper when he begins to talk about trials. And I'm going to read that to you. It's I'll be reading from James 1, 2 through 5. Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, lacking nothing. If any of you lacks wisdom, you should ask God who gives generously to all without finding fault, and it will be given to you. So if you're struggling right now, I'm going to start at the bottom of of that passage I just wrote. If you're struggling right now, understanding, understanding, why the trial that you're in is there and why circumstances are going the way they are, you can ask God for the wisdom to say it. Isn't that great? I mean, we don't have to conjure up these big faith muscles within ourselves going, Oh, I will figure this out. No, God wants to give you that wisdom because remember when you're showing the wisdom and trustworthiness of his character, You're confounding the enemies and the secular world that we live in. Okay, so from this verse, I have gleaned five principles, these five principles that are very revealing about the trials that we go through, walk through during this earth life. Principle number one. Principle number one trials are God's design for our lives. It's pretty simple. We're going to have them. Number two, there is a great fail-safe future beyond our trials. Something better is coming. Number three, trials produce a surrendered will and perseverance. Trials get us to the point where we're dependent on God. Number four, perseverance produces a strong and believing heart. Whew! Now that... (laughs) I hate the word perseverance because I'm just so impatient. I shouldn't say I hate the word. I don't hate the word, but perseverance intimidates me. But what it does is like in this long suffering I've had with this child that is an addict is that God continues in that trial to prove himself faithful, and that produces a believing heart in me. And then number five, principle number five is trials are intended to drive us to the counsel of God. And it is there in his counsel that we find his riches, those spiritual treasures that bring us that peace that surpasses all understanding. So, something that I've learned in looking up the Greek in this passage, because this, the whole James, one, two, through five has always fascinated me. So I did a, a deep dive into the Greek, and one of the most profound uh, truths I found is with the word joy. When it says, do, um, "Do not be surprised by your fiery trials," but that we should have joy. Joy, actually, the word used means calm gladness. It's not like we're supposed to be, you know, throwing up confetti, going woohoo, I have a big trial. We're supposed to have this calm understanding in our heart that God is working in us and God is working in our circumstances. So here are uh, some some things that principles, not that I, the ones I just read, but are take action principles, the, the take action for me when I'm in a trial. So I am reminded of those five principles that I just read. But these are the take action points. And so um, if you want to go grab a piece of paper and a pen to write these down, um, let me just sit here for a second, give you just a second to get that together because these are so good. These are so good. And I continue to go back through the same journal, look at these same Action points, take action, call the action points. So, you got your pen and your paper? Okay, let's do this. Number one, this is what I am to understand and tell myself and take action on. Number one, I am here by God's appointment. And the take action part of that is to look up Acts 17 26. Number two, I am under his keeping or under his care. The take action there is to look up Psalm 121.3. Number three, I am under his training. God is training me. And my take action is to look up Isaiah 64.8. And I am going through this for his timetable. And there, that is Acts 17, 26, again. So if we're looking at those scriptures and we're applying those, actively applying those to our trials, I think we will get to that calm gladness that James talks about and that Peter talks about, the joy in our trials. So today, let me ask you this. Let me ask us all this, myself included. What are we going to do with this trial we're in or the trial that's going to show up tomorrow? I'm the biggest whiner on the planet, believe me. Like I said, sometimes I'm like a toddler. But I think we can face these trials together. This is why community is so important. Uh, Not only all times, in our personal trials, but there are a lot of corporate trials going on around the world today. You know what they are. And community is so important that we encourage each other and we go through these trials together. But here's what we should do. We should defy the temptation to cave into a fiery trial, to just give in and curse God, as Job's wife encouraged him to do. Curse God and die, Job, she said but let's not cave in. Let's stand up brave, greatly encouraged, showing courage and trust and believing, believing that God is building a kingdom. And in this kingdom are his image bearers. And these image bearers, you and I, have become glorified because we have proven that God is faithful and trustworthy and we have proven it by withstanding our trials and choosing to praise him anyway. Okay, I know that was heavy, <laughs> but I hope it touches you this week. I uh I've got several little besides the addicted son, I have several little trials on the side that I'm dealing with. And so this was kind of on my heart. And we'll be together again next week. I hope you'll think about it, write it down, look up those scriptures. And I also hope that you will go to my website at lauriegreenwestlink.com, Look up blogs. There's There's several blogs on trials. You can go through, scroll through and find them. There's also, I write fiction, Bible studies, and I also do this podcast. So you can check out everything there. Until then, glorify the Lord, be brave and kick butt during your trials. That's all.